Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, a place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Wastelanders, Vault Dwellers, welcome back to the Fallout Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and I am back with some of our patrons for our final patron episode for 2021. This is our December patron chat. And uh, if you're watching the video version, if you're watching us live right now, it may look like I'm alone, but I am not actually alone. I'm here with some people who are just with me via voice. I have two of our patrons. It seems like it's still a busy time with people with holiday stuff, but I have two of our patrons joining us. I have Illith here. Illith, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome aboard. And I also have uh, Kit. I'm just going to call you Kit for short. How, does that work? <laughs> yeah, that works. No worries. <laughs> Kit, welcome. Welcome. Uh, glad to be back. Yeah. So this is this is the end of the year. This has been a uh, well, it's a crazy year all altogether. But it's been a an interesting year for Fallout with um, Fallout 76 and uh, the content that comes with that. But also, you know, some of you guys jumping back into playing Fallout 4 and some of the other Fallout games. And and this year with the Fallout Lorecast, we've gone back and we've talked about Fallout 76 and and Fallout uh, New Vegas. We've talked about some Fallout New Vegas stuff and, and a variety of different things. And this episode, uh, chatting with some of our patrons before doing the episode, we decided that it would be a fun time to do kind of a recap for us personally and talk about what we've been doing in the last year and how this year has been for us playing Fallout. So why don't we just go ahead and dig right in? Now, um, I think this is the first time for both of you guys on the show. Is that correct? Uh, second time here. Second time. Kid, it's Kit's second time. So, man, I do, I, I do so many shows at this point, guys. I have so many people. Kit, welcome back. No, I um, can't blame you. But Illith, this is your yep. first time, correct? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. Yes. So, and both of you guys, you both play Fallout 76? Yep. Yep. So you've dug into this new year of content. I feel like that's probably a good place to start. How did you feel about this year of Fallout 76 content? And you want to go first, Kit? Yeah, whoever wants to go um, first. I mean, sure, because uh, I actually started playing <clears throat> Fallout 76 this year. Actually, I haven't, um, I haven't picked it up since. Yeah, I haven't picked it up because of the whole uh, hate bandwagon. I was kind of, sort of part of it <clears throat> because I remember 
I wanted to play 76, but I was just kind of pushed away from all the bugs and glitches and everything. I thought it was just terrible, but after listening to the podcast, I actually fought the game, and uh-huh. I now I have like oof, like uh, 800 hours or so in the game so far. Wow, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, what level? I know. What level is your character up to? <clears throat> My main character is 247, wow. I believe. Oh. Yeah, that's my melee bl- um, bloody character. And I have two others. Well, I basically now ha- have like the whole character uh, um, roster already filled out because I want to try other builds and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing this past year. Just putting my hours into Fallout 76 because I already played um, all all the um, <clears throat> new gen follow games. I haven't tried out one or two yet. Mm-hmm. I do want to come out next year, but I was just putting my time into 76 coming back from work, playing that every, every day for like four hours that I have left. Yeah. It was just kind of a blast. I enjoy that. They're actually like putting in content now and just pushing out all these amazing events for for me at least because i know there's a bunch of people don't really enjoy the events because they kind of feel it lackluster but i i really enjoy them i really do yeah as as with everything there's always a mix you know some people really like things and some people feel like ah it's really not their thing so when it comes to fallout 76 you jumped in in just in this last year do you do you find that you you play through like the story content first and then you 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 kind of grind out the other stuff or do you just focus more on grinding things out and just kind of do the stories as you you feel like what's what's your method uh well my first character with any game really i focus with the um story itself i read everything um just pay attention what's going on and then after that i just (laughs) grind out i always go to um what was it a white springs golf course and that's where i Uh just spend most of my time grinding out killing all the ghouls uh, that's pretty much how I go with it. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's a good location. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's an excellent location. Yeah. Uh, what was that? It's it's an excellent location. It's one of my favorites. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> especially for um, grinding out and right next to a West Tech too. That's when after I hit level fifty, that's where I jump in and hopefully I can get to level one hundred. And that's pretty much what I've been doing this whole year. <laughs> trying to grind out as much as I can and gearing up and then doing all the events. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, speaking of, of gear, do you have like a, like what's your, what's your setup look like right now for your main character? Like what kind of weapon are you, are you rocking? Uh, right now I'm rocking a um, <clears throat> blooded sludge, sludge hammer, the uh, rocket variant, uh-huh. the uh, super sledge. Yeah. Super sledge. Uh-huh. Ooh. And then three months ago I got the unstoppable monster. So I'm rocking that one too. I can now one shot everything, well, almost everything. I kind of avoid going after Earl and in the Meyer work, Meyer Lurk Queen. I'm sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. That's I, I've been so my my main character is a uh, a melee build, um, but mm-hmm. it's not a two handed. It's a one handed, and I I try not to use um, power armor. So it's a right. non power armor. Uh, one-handed melee and I've been using a power fist with like the heating pads on it Yeah, <laughs> and and I, I just I love just like run oh, and it has like a bonus to the power attack where it does like 50% more damage 
Right. So I run up on stuff and I just give it like, and it also has a bonus for when things are like less than 50% health. So like uh, regular enemies, I can sometimes one shot just like a regular enemies and then enemies sometimes will take two hits and I can just like do like a regular hit to get them or like a, you know, within two, whatever combination of hits it is. If I get the health below half, I can then just like hit it a second time and just just like splatter it. It's great. It's like that, that thing just feels so good to just like, you know, just run up and just clock something once or twice and just explode it. It's just so, it's so it's so nice. Yeah, really excited when I got the um, bloody mess perk. That's when the fun begins, when you just <laughs> see them explode. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. mine, I don't have a part. I don't have fire armor. I just go with regular um, unyielding armor and mm-hmm. and uh, get my health as low as possible to <clears throat> to um, to build the bloody effect as more effective as possible. So I'm always getting down a lot. My friend has to pick me up a lot during uh, daily ops. So that's kind of embarrassing sometimes, but yeah, hey, I sometimes they save him by you know running up with the enemies, maybe taking a few hits and and say, well, there's a payment back for saving my ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a glass cannon build. I mean, that's the that is yep. the like very high damage, but you, you get hit at the wrong time and you're down. So yeah, yeah. I'm used to playing glass cl- um, cans all the time. <laughs> Yep, that's how that goes. That's how that goes. <laughs> Illith, what about you? What What is your 76 experience so far this year? Um, I also started this year. Um, in February, I bought a new computer and I just, you know, Ooh. on a whim, decided to get Fallout 76. And I don't think I stopped playing it for three weeks straight. Uh-huh. So I, I've also got like, you know, over 600 hours my character is level 290 i'm rocking a deathclaw gauntlet that i found it's oh. like um it's not unstoppable monster but it is uh like your power fist it has the extra damage um when they're below health 40 percent or something and then it's 40 yeah. percent faster swing speed and then the whatever percentage for the extra um power attack damage right you got so like the extra claw on there the yeah third and i claw. got the extra yeah. claw too yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's a powerhouse i don't have a problem with the Meyer alert queen at all nice. um even the scorch beast queen is just kind of a joke mm-hmm. but pretty much if you've ever seen a woman in a red dress with a red death claw hat running around <laughs> that's me <laughs> so you gotta look classy while you uh tear things throats out oh absolutely with your <laughs> death claw claw yeah ah, that's great that's awesome that's awesome so when it comes to playing through the 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 game content the same question that i, I gave kit do, do you play through the story content first and then go through the other stuff or you, do you kind of just go where you know your whim takes you um i kind of start exploring first i like just looking around at the scenery looking at all the little details that you know somebody had to put in i don't know why i find that fascinating i do um but i just like to explore and then if i happen to you know trip over a quest i'll maybe do that and then do another one and then another one then i'll go over here what's this over here Mm -hmm. oh a mystery Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's, pretty much it that's how i played through um well at least my first playthroughs of say fallout 3 new vegas fallout 4 uh tended to be just you know like i'm just gonna go into the world and i'm just gonna see where i end up and then um, eventually got far enough into the main quest where I got to a point where I was like, okay, I guess I should finish this up and see what happens with the story. Yeah. 
yeah, I did finish it up. I did all the the new DLCs, like the Steel Rain and all that. Hilarious, but uh-huh. I love telling Shin to go uh, go back to California and hope he gets eaten by a death claw. Is that how? He, okay, so <laughs> let's let's go there then. Um, I was gonna, I wanted to go there eventually, but let, why don't we why don't we head into story territory? So this is spoiler spoiler zone i mean it is a lore cast but every so often i feel like i need to let people know spoilers if you haven't finished the any of the story stuff for fallout 76 yet uh, especially the more recent stuff that came out this year uh steel rain and all of that um so playing through the brotherhood story content i'm i'm assuming you sided <laughs> not with shin and that's the decision you chose at the end was specifically that line where you said, oh, yeah, I think it know, was exactly um, smell you later, Shin, hope a death claw eats you on the way back to California. Uh huh. I'm sure. And what was his I, I didn't choose that specific line. What was his response to that? Oh, gosh, I can't remember. I would love it if somebody had a video of it, though, because uh-huh. I, I want to keep that just on a flash drive somewhere forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he gives you that like <laughs> that really mean look that he does. And he probably said yeah. something like give you some, I don't know, schmarmy like whatever and then stormed yeah. off yeah go kiss a vacuum tube shin i don't care yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think I, I saw stats on it i think something like 80 percent of people sided with um i always i always want to call her uh, romani romani uh, yeah i always want to so whenever i play through these and i stream them i make up funny names that sound similar to them but they're different so i called her something like spumoni or something oh, ravioli <laughs> ravioli yeah I, w- I would make up funny names um and then that makes it harder for me to remember the actual names when i actually have to do a show where i talk about their actual names which is why it's good to have you know show notes when you're doing actual lore episodes uh but this is us just chatting so of course i'm you know i didn't prepare notes um but uh <laughs> but yes, um, eighty percent side with her, and then twenty percent side with Shin. It seems. Um, what about what about you, Kit? Yeah, I did. Um, I told him to go back to California, beat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't like him at all. I mean, like, I I get it, but at the same time, I don't really get his attitude. Like, he's still atoning for his sins, but he's kind of you know kind of a douche with you sometimes. Yeah, I mean, and, he's yeah. he's really I mean, he's very much a hard ass, of course. Yeah. And like you can see where he, you know, he really just kind of he wants to stick by the book, but he he does so to the detriment of any amount of empathy. Yeah, a little bit too yeah. zealot, just a little bit too much. But yeah, I ended up with that. I told him, yeah, OK, you can go back to California. I'll stick around here and hopefully uh take care of everything i think if not then whatever we'll see you never (laughs) (laughs) so how did you feel about the like the story beats and the way that the the story played out and like the quests did you did you like the the way everything kind of played out in this one um i i mean i did i geez sorry um yeah, I enjoyed the story. Fell a bit short, or maybe that's because my, you know, my character can just one shot everything. But at the <laughs> end, it did kind of remind me a little bit of the uh, unit seven uh, seven thirty one back in World War Two with all the gruesome experiments. Because oh yeah, um, yeah, that's because I relearned about that. And you know, when you're talking to the scientists, it's like we have the notes, we have everything. Mm-hmm. And you know, Shin wants to execute all of them, but then uh what was it? Romani? Yeah, Romani, mm-hmm. sorry. Says, what about we can like take them as prisoners, but we could 
also have them work for us in a controlled environment. Right. And right. that's, that's how pretty much how it is, how I looked at it. It's like another, another unit 731 problem where you have these really bad scientists who did all these experiments yeah, and they just let them go for, for all the uh, information he got, all the data. So that's what I ended up doing. I didn't want to, I wanted to just gun them down and say, Oh, problem solved. But I, I kind of want to give them a fair chance to see if they will do anything with that, to see if they will, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, get back to the wasteland and not, you know, create abominations anymore. Right. Right. I mean, it is, it is a dilemma. Uh, the people, the figurehead in charge is the one who is ultimately responsible for the, the atrocities on some level. Um, the, the scientists who go along with it, there is the question of like, how culpable are they? How much, how, how much freedom did they have to go along with it or not? Right. How much were they forced into it? How much did they understand what they were actually doing and how much harm was it was causing? You know, uh, like how much are they to blame? But then there's the question of like, okay, well, now that the damage is done, can we actually take the information and and actually bring some good out of it? You know, like the past is the past. Now that there's been terrible things that have happened, can we turn this into something positive, even though they've done something bad? And wouldn't that be better than just killing them all if we can actually make this turn this into a positive? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those dilemmas, which is what Fallout is all about. The stories often come with these, you know, rock in a hard place dilemmas. And there's just not an easy answer at the end of the day. No, there's never a ending. There's only a better sweet ending. Yeah. 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 What do you think, Illith? What did what did you go with? Um, I also went to keep them alive and have them work for the brotherhood they they seemed genuinely upset by what had happened um and yeah it seemed like the main scientist was the mastermind behind it all um who yeah it was tough seeing all those people though in that that vault which was really super cool with all the ice yeah i love doing daily ops there Yes, I liked um, getting getting a sense to see what was really going on in that location, yeah. having done so many daily ops in it, but then actually getting into like the nitty gritty of like, this is what was going on here. This is why the climate system was malfunctioning. Um, these are the experiments, like all of that stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, you get to kind of like peek through the keyhole on what's going on. But yeah, once you finally get to that quest, it's like, oh, oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you yeah. guys think about the doctor and his like, like the, I don't know, lack of sympathy. sympathy. Uh, like oh. he felt very justified and so sure of himself. And of course, in the end, things didn't turn out the way he felt so sure they would. I mean, that's just kind of most of where science has gone in, in the real world, too. Right. Like. What's that old comedian's joke? I don't care how many monkey brains we hook up to a car battery as long as we cure AIDS. Like, it's kind of it's kind of the same thing. Um, I don't know. Science is just so morally gray, but that was just way over the line. I think. Um, Oh yeah, well that's that's why there are ethical committees. Yeah, that's why they're like in in modern day research there are ethical committees oh yeah Um, you know like my my wife does research at a a university she runs a lab and they have mice and there are very very strict lines of like ethical requirements that they have to follow um 
it's not just you know like you can't just do things with the mice like no. you have to follow ethical guidelines and um like everything has to be approved everything has to be above board and there's a reason for that and it's because in the past things weren't above board there there were nope. a lot of things that you know like you're saying just were just justified for the sake of science and um that isn't the case anymore um but in this case he was like well the wasteland's already so terrible anything's going to be better <laughs> than where we're at so any amount of lives is worth it in his, in his estimation um what I thought was so interesting about the storyline is that the the things that he seemed to discover about the FEV virus and, and one of the lines he even states is something like it's as if it was engineered to fight against us using it at all costs or something like that. Yeah. Which I was like, wow, that's really that's really interesting because like they're taking this in a direction where it seems like the virus itself is it's just not going to let people turn it for good and and no. ultimately he can't use it for good either because you know spoilers it turns him into some sort of giant super mutant thing um <laughs> but like what did you guys think about that oh that was awesome that just bursting out of that tube and then mm -hmm. oh my god that was a tough fight that was great great cinematics just overall the fight was great loved it they mm -hmm. they really they went over the top for that one for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kit, did, what do you think about um, the idea that the FEV virus is like permanently a, a negative feature, like will never be redeemable, will never be able to be used to like reverse the mutations to, to save humankind or anything like that? I mean, if it can't, then why bother even testing with it? I mean, like <clears throat> you can put as much effort in, into it and we'll never find a cure. But what about, um, oh, what was that one scientist in four that actually did it? Wow. What's um, his name? The, uh, the super mutant guy. The, um, yeah. Uh, Virgil. Virgil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Virgil. Yeah. yeah. He managed to turn back, but mm -hmm. he's still doing it. But you know, that's like two 200 years later but now yes. and with all the now, you know, knowledge and wisdom of the, the wisdom of the institute you know yeah the institute mm -hmm. right. yeah but, but yeah no if if it can't then i guess don't bother or you can tackle it and see what happens but we don't we, we don't really need another dr blackburn situation where you have this this eerie guy who thinks he's doing good but in the end, he tried to prove that it's working, but he just became another another dumb um, behemoth where you got to gun it down or in my case, try to claw it and die like eight times before, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> before you call it before you almost call it quits. Oh, but, man, yeah. I, bet, I bet a bloody build yeah. against him was very, very difficult. It's difficult, but I love it because I'm that type of person who likes getting knocked down and picking myself up. I, I really enjoy him bursting out and kind of talking did he yeah he was talking he was like very oh eerie. yeah he was mm -hmm. yeah he was talking but he wasn't like talking in his um, own way just like very dumbed down oh or yeah. whatever but yeah but no he kind of proved himself wrong that the um, fev wasn't wasn't in control it, it was definitely just a waste of time no matter it doesn't matter how many eggs you crack it, it, it was a failure in the end of the day yeah yeah very much so yeah he, he went he just went full super mutant at the end yeah basically <laughs> yeah 
You yeah. never go full super mutant. <laughs> never go full super mutant, buddy. It's, never, it's not a good idea. It's just a bad idea. That yeah. hurts Uncle Leo. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I, we need to thank our patrons, so I need to take a break to do that. But then um, when we come back, what I, what I really want to get is with you guys having this first year in Fallout 76 perspective with this like really fresh all the new stuff kind of perspective. I want to get some thoughts on where you think things are going to go this next year, because uh, I, I think that you're probably really plugged in to where the game is right now. So be thinking about that. And we'll be right back in a second. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. All right. This is the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank our patrons, including these these guys right here and all 55 of our other patrons. Holy moly. Thank you to everybody who helps support the show. You guys allow this to be a full time job for me. This show, the other shows that I do running the network, all of that stuff. All of it started with the Fallout Lorecast. This was the this was the baby. This was my baby. This is the progenitor of, of everything. And thank you so much for everybody who helps support me and being able to do this full time. Um, also, thank you to Southern Rage, our Sentry Bot tier tier five patron and all of the other patrons you guys are amazing and if you are interested in helping to support the show if we've helped you get through your work day your workout your commute to work or kicking out all of your other uh visitors in your house for the holidays and you're somehow <laughs> listening to a podcast while you do that then go to patreon.com slash lorecast and check out all the different tiers you can get ad free episodes you can join us on a future episode of the show and uh even t-shirts and stuff are going out so make sure that you you check out all the different tiers and stuff that you can sign up for and also we have some reviews we've got some new reviews that have come in over the last few weeks um we've got one from umbrella just umbrella from the united states who wrote the best five stars i've been listening since the beginning and i've never missed an episode however i am lazy in writing reviews sorry about that that's no problem you got there eventually this podcast is the lore podcast there's lore there's really excellent special guests politics religion all the topics and connections possible cannibalism obscure knowledge opinions shared and discussed the deep rabbit hole that opens a new a whole new world of fallout I love the conversations and community that surrounds this podcast. Robots is an amazing. It's amazing how far this has come over the years. Well, thank you, Umbrella. That's awesome. Somebody has been here the whole time. That's that's great. Uh, we've got two more. We've got one from Evan72 in the U.S. who wrote 10 out of 10. Five stars. I've been a longtime Fallout fan, but never knew much about the lore. One day at work, I came across your podcast and got addicted. I listened all the way up to the most recent episode, and I've learned so much about the games, lore, side stories, etc. Would definitely recommend to any Fallout fan wanting to like inside the franchise. I'm not. I think maybe there's a typo in there, but I appreciate the thought. Thank you, Evan. And then we also have blame blame the game in Great Britain who wrote outstanding five stars, a great show. I've learned so much about the game and the lore. I've only listened to six episodes, but I can't get enough. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Blame, and man, new listeners, old listeners, and people in between. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And again, if you do take the time to leave a rating and a review, a five-star review with some words, I will read it out on the, in the future. And then also, just a reminder, if you were listening on Spotify, check at the top of your list, up where it lists the name of the show, there's a little button you can click on there that shows you a little star rating and it probably shows you the total rating at this point or it might say no rating depending on 
if it's been recently updated or whatever. And you can drop me a five star review in there for the show. And I would really appreciate it because Spotify is now doing ratings. So that's awesome. You can't leave a review like actual words, but you can you can drop in five stars. So thank you to everybody who helps support the show. And I really do appreciate it. And especially to our patrons. You guys are the best. All right, let's move on with the show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them. All right, guys. So that that was our discussion about this last year and some of the fun stuff that we've been doing in the last year. I know that we've gotten some some new content here at the end of the year, right? Some new events and some things. But where do you think Vault 76 is going to go in 2022? Do you have any thoughts about this? I know that they pushed some stuff back that they were thinking about releasing. Where do you think we're going? Who wants to kick this off? Back to the pit. <laughs> Back to the pit. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, that's yep. a good one. We know that that's on uh, that's on the list. It's probably going to come out before the end of the year. What do you think that means? Do you do you think we're getting more story content? Do you think we're getting a whole new zone? Do you like? What is that going to look like? Hmm. Well, there's also the alien event too. I'm also excited for that. But yeah, probably more more zones and uh, keep expanding, expanding the uh, Brotherhood questline until we probably like nudge ourselves into the um, into the Enclave. Because I know a lot of people want to want to learn more about the Enclave because there's just a bunch of Enclave fans um, out there. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, what I'm looking forward to is more of the um, fact that we're going back to the well i want to say back but yeah. yeah we're going to the pit we're going to see before what happened before what was known as the pit with the older raider clans that was actually a favorite dlc of three but that's what i'm actually looking forward to to see what actually happened before 200 years ago to see what what happened and um see how the uh, troglodytes became to be and all that and see if, um, if the mill's still running, I just want to go back to like good, um, old content. That's not, um, 
new per se, like um, mm-hmm. Fallout's uh, DLCs or whatnot. Right. So, do you think that we'll get like a uh, like a fast travel location on the map somewhere? Like, we'll see. We'll have like a, a Brahmin caravan person who's like, right. "Hey, buddy, I'm headed to the pit. You want to you want to ride?" And then you're like, "Yeah." And then it'll like load us into a new map. Oh yeah, I want to see that because with um, Nuker World, they <clears throat> they put you in a train. Mm-hmm. I want to see like a caravan take you to to the pit, and maybe if you want to be a little cheeky about it, maybe throw in a uh, no, yeah, no, yes, yes, no. yes. <laughs> Don't you do it? Don't go there. You're finally awake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, so you, like, yeah, you, you're, you're fi- you finally wake up. You're you're in yep. you're in the new location now. How yeah, ba- how big do you think this is going to be? Uh, like what how, what's you, what do you think the size of the zone is? Because the map in Fallout seventy six is like four times the size of Boston fall yep. fall four map. How big do you think the pit map is going to be? Are we looking at like like half the size of a Fallout four map? A quarter of the size? I mean, hopefully it can do like half if we're, you know, lucky, but I mean, that's, if it's they still pretty big, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's half the size of like a, like, like a solo standalone game. If yeah. It's half the size of Fallout 4. Yeah. Or they'll probably go with the, like, maybe the original, like, uh, size map of the uh, DLC itself. Oh, okay. So like but a, expanding a, it. Yeah. Yeah. But expanding it just a little bit, just a little bit, not too much or whatever. <laughs> Whoa, but what I if like that's a that. cool idea? What if it was exactly the same map, but just yeah. reskinned and things were kind of repositioned? Yeah, I, I mean, there'll probably be a bunch of people who will dislike that, but I like nostalgia, so I wouldn't really mind if, like, uh, if they did that, reskin it, but maybe uh, make it a little bit more modern before a little before it collapsed and everything. Yeah, a little, a little less right run down, before, 200 years less yeah. run down. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember there was a sign that, you know, says Pittsburgh, but, you know, it's faded to say Pitt and maybe have it where it still says Pittsburgh, but just a little bit more faded, not too much. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. interesting. That, yeah, I hadn't thought about just, you know, taking some of the same map and geometry and just yep. like, you know, newing it up a little bit. <laughs> That's not really a word, yeah. but uh <laughs> That could yeah, be cool. Updated. That could be cool. And then just building out the quests and things around the, you know, the map locations that existed in the previous map, but just in, you know, in different ways. Like you could totally do that. I would think, I mean, it's technically the same engine that's been updated over a decade plus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man, I wonder, I wonder if they, I'm, I'm sure these are things that they've considered. I just wonder if that's what, what they're going to do. That could be really cool. Yeah, uh, but I know it's going to be with the um, BOS because you see the crash, um, the crash of Erdberg or whatever it's called. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm losing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, so we'll possibly get like a like a faction war again, like always, mm-hmm. where you could either help um, the raiders that settle in here, and then the BOS itself, and see how that turns out. Or what if there are people who live in the area and there's raiders who are infringing on those people and the Brotherhood of Steel and those people have some sort of technology and they're trying to they're vying for that area. And like, I mean, this could be before the raiders take over the the zone, you know, Hmm. that could be better. Yeah. I mean, like 
maybe this is where the Brotherhood fails at keeping it out of the hands of the Raiders. Maybe this is that story. I mean, yeah, if you play through the through the pit back in three, then you kind of already get spoiled if that is the case. But we don't know what they're going to do with the pit exactly. But I'm for that. Yeah. 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 Lilith, do you have any thoughts on this? Um, well, I've always been a little confused about why the last couple of games are all taking place on the same kind of area. We've got Washington, D.C., we've got Boston, and now we've got West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with that whole kind of East Coast thing? Like, are, are they are they leading up to something? Is there going to be like a new California Republic, but maybe new West Virginia Republic yeah. that fails completely and then everything, you know, devolves into ruins like it does in Fallout 3, but... I don't know. I've always been curious why they keep doing that. They just, they keep hugging that coastline in that same spot. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of um, American history there, right? Yeah. Like you, you do a place like, I don't know, Wyoming. And it's like, what's in Wyoming? Woo-hoo. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> and we're going to South Dakota. And it's like, uh, we got none here. <laughs> like, yeah, right. It's like, we don't, most people don't know much about South Dakota. Right. But there are a lot of like, very uh american history things that happened in boston or in dc or or in western virginia you know there's yeah. there, there's some very specific mm-hmm. things that you can point to as being like you know foundational you know american history things that happened um and i i think that's part of it um also to go back to the west coast would be to dig into that lore and i don't think that the bethesda proper has wanted no. to, to dig into that yeah, mm. I think that's and I think that's something that we might see uh, in the next five to ten years. Um, you know, now that things have kind of changed with what's going on with Microsoft and also the studios that are under Microsoft's umbrella. I yep. think that's something that we could we could very well see in, in future fallouts. Um, but the East Coast stuff seems to be Bethesda proper's f- for fallout world. For the most yeah, part. they seem to enjoy East Coast yeah yeah the northeast and yeah. that area um but i think uh as far as the pit map is concerned i think um maybe something the size of far harbor mm-hmm. so maybe the city in the center and then the outskirts of pittsburgh around and you can kind of explore the ruins and whatever quests they decide to do i don't know if the brotherhood's going to go there because wasn't the first time they went was during the purge yeah. And that was just before so. three, right? Well, didn't we see in the little trailer, wasn't there a brotherhood in the in the little teaser that they gave us for yep. the pit? Wasn't there a I mean there was a there was a brotherhood guy in some power armor. Yep. I think. It was oh. crashed down and he was yeah. like signaling for help. And maybe this is just my imagination, but I think I saw a truck with that, or that's just my uh I don't know imagination kicking in. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to we'll have to pull wishful it up. Wishful thinking. Yeah. Uh, wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> But that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be Brotherhood focused. I mean, maybe there's a Brotherhood character who plays a part in it um, without it necessarily being a fully Brotherhood focused DLC. Like, yeah, that could just be a red herring. You know, who knows? Um, Could just be a regular American soldier, too. Could be. Could be. So you you never know. You never know what direction they're going to go with this stuff. So now what about aliens? Let's let's shift over to alien because because that was a thing that we thought was going to come out at the end of the year. Um, there are definitely hints. I don't know how much you guys have dug into the hints about aliens in 76, 
there are a few locations where you see I mean, there's, you know, the Flatwoods monster is yeah. clearly some sort of alien. But then there are some locations that are like, OK, these the people have been studying aliens. There's some sort of research going on, some sort of something going on mm-hmm. in West Virginia with aliens. What do you think that's going to be all about? Hmm. Oh, man. Um, or what do you want it to be about? <laughs> That could be an even I, more fun. Uh, what fun I question. want is a full-scale alien invasion, and we just get yes. to stand there and mow aliens, wave after wave of aliens. We just mow them down with Gatling plasmas. Yes, that, they're all like coming out of the sky, going like yeah, meh, meh, and then it's like, it would just be that scene from Saints Row Four where you jump into the giant gun on the front lawn of the White House, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. blast them all out of the sky. Those that would be amazing. So ridiculous. That would be amazing. Uh-huh. Though you're right. I would really love that, but. I don't think that'll ever happen. No. No. Uh, We could dream. (laughs) What do you think? What do you think will happen, Kit? Uh, I mean, as much as I wanted an alien invasion and just go ham on it, I think we'll probably have like maybe infiltration, like some more like um, wood monsters popping out, maybe um, stalking some areas of the map, see see what they're doing or possibly another uh mother mothership zeta um, issue again where we get abducted and try to find our way out again mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i don't know exactly i do want to go into another ship and just uh repeat again just repeat the whole uh, mothership zeta accident again see how that goes and yeah. i remember um <clears throat> when you were talking about this in a previous show about like what about what about doing a daily ops will give you a, a um the fourth star or whatever but i know that's not the case right. but what if that will be the fifth star yeah or, or whatever alien tech gives you the fifth star and, on your your legendary mm-hmm. yep mm. collect more uh alien tech to just slap on your weapons and power armor or just regular armor i just want some alien content because i know they're just been uh just tickling the uh, the player about it. They like, hey, aliens do exist here. The only major thing we ever done is the uh, DLC, and after that, it's just random alien sp- um, spottings. Everything that's all just just little hints that they do exist. But I do want to see them like get us more involved. Like, what are they doing here? What do they want? Like all that. Maybe that could link to uh to those Lovecraftian monsters I mentioned. Yeah, possibly. I don't know, but that's really up in the air right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, good at game in chat says a mothership map DLC. Yeah, that would be very cool. Yes. Uh, Rob the princess says destroy all humans Fallout crossover. Oh <laughs> yeah. please, I love that game as a kid. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be cool. That would be. Yeah. Uh, you know what I think would be really funny is like a little mini storyline or kind of you know one of those mini quests, kind of like the um sheep sheep squatch stuff where yeah. like something starts happening and you have to kind of investigate and what see what's going on but something about like uh brahmins are getting abducted oh my god <gasps> oh, and, that would be amazing and every so Dude. often you see like in the distance like uh like a ufo come yeah. down and like like a little beam drop down and pick up a brahmin <laughs> and then fly off and you're like what was that <laughs> That would be great. And then oh, you have to like gosh. you have to put it like on a little tracking device on Brahmins and then try to like track the UFO to figure out where it goes and then like oh. find find like its landing spot and then you have to like 
try to infiltrate the UFO and then you get into the ship and then you fight the aliens. Like something like that would be really cool. Uh, make a that would uh, be. Cow, make a Brahmin costume and hopefully it pick you up and they're starting. <laughs> oh no! You have to stand. You, have yes. to, you find a Brahmin field and stand next to it with like you and a per, another partner yeah. have to be like the head yeah, and the yeah, butt yeah. of the Brahmin and you have to stick together. <laughs> that would be yes. That would be hilarious. Yes. Finally, and a use for the Chally the Moo Moo costume. Yes, and then you have to get on the ship. You have to pretend that you're a cow, so you get abducted, and then you get on the ship. <laughs> and you Press start X to Moo. Yeah. yeah. You and a friend. I think they're buying it, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. See anything? I just want no. aliens. <laughs> Why do I have to be the butt? <laughs> uh, I hope they don't God. do any probes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. 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 Oh, man. That would be great. Oh. yeah well we'll see what happens we'll i see. just hope it's a major event not like a not like a uh, mothman equinox type more like a full-blown scale micro invasion or whatever just something that like will leave a big impression to say 76 is pretty good it's not you know 76 bad of new vegas good give me karma <laughs> Yeah. 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 Well, I, you know, I, I have to wonder uh, how much we're going to get in in updates. I know the pit's going to be like the big update. So I think anything yep. else we get is going to be relatively small in comparison. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm really not sure what we're going to get when it comes to yeah. the scale of things. I'm all right with smaller events. I mean, that Mothman Equinox was fine. There weren't yeah. as many like plans or items to get as there normally were in most events, but mm-hmm. that just made it, you know, kind of a lot more relaxed. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was cute. I thought it was cool. <laughs> I mean, the, the effects that happened, the, uh, yeah. the way oh, yeah. the map had changed. I love when the map changes. Yeah. yeah. Could have gone without that guy talking uh, like endlessly. Yeah. His voice was cool though. It was. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. 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 So to uh, to kind of wrap this up, because we're getting close to the end of the show, if there's one thing you could add to Fallout 76 this year, what would it be? If it's like one thing you could change, one thing you could bring into the game, one thing you could do to improve it, where would you where would you go? One thing that you really want to want to see an actual queue system for daily ops. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I want. Yeah, because it's it's me and my friend who, you know, we we always run daily ops every day to complete daily, but mm-hmm. we want to try people, try to find people, but they never come. So we just go at it. But I do really want like a queue system for it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you play on, by the way? What system? Uh, mostly PC. Okay. Yep. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I know we've got some people in the community. We've got a lot of people on Discord, but it would it would kind of. <laughs> I'm so bad at coordinating people on. Oh, yeah, no. we should we should get more people to kind of like, I don't know if we had a better system to get people together to game together. It would be kind of nice. I so. mean, yeah, I mean, I'm always on there. Uh, if you need to complete it, then find me there. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah. Anybody listening, feel free to jump in the discord and, you know, share. Hey, this is what I normally play. And maybe there's ways that you guys can get together more often and have definitely you know, full groups for things when you're looking to get stuff done. Um, what about you, Illith? Is there something you would add? I want to hug a death claw. <laughs> just hug one? I just want to hug one. Just, you know, may- maybe make it easier to have one at my camp to stomp around and scrape up the dirt and 
lick the air or whatever. I, I think they're cute. I want a pet death claw. Mm-hmm. Pet death claws. Pet death claws. Yeah. And what if you could like have a trained one and then instead of like a turret, you could just put it you could put it down as like a defensive structure. Yeah, oh, like geez. in four. Yeah. You could catch them and then release them and they would walk around your town. Yeah. They just guard your place for you. The ultimate and, and maybe you system. can put like <laughs> yeah. little mittens on them. <laughs> you can dress them up. Yeah. Give them a festive hat for all the seasons and holidays. Uh-huh. A monocle and a top hat. Yes. A mustache to a go mustache. with it. Everything that works. Yeah. <laughs> or a skirt and a Yes. A little tutu. A little tutu. <laughs> um, it sounds ridiculous, but I still wouldn't pick a fight with it. It's a death claw at the end of the day. That's true. That's true. That's true. You know, it'd be it'd be really fun because there's furry death claws. You know, the, in the lore. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. To have like, you know, we were talking about like aliens messing with things, or like the FEV virus messing with stuff, or whatever. But to have like other creatures show up, you know, from some lab somewhere, you know, like who knows. But to yeah. have like furry death claws to show up somewhere and maybe they're like super, super rare, but just be like, what? That's a furry death claw. Because furry <laughs> death claws would be so even more fuzzy. fun to hug, you know, like a, a big fuzzy one. Oh, my God. It's so fuzzy. It's so fuzzy. Just want to hug the furry death claw. <laughs> oh, my arms. <laughs> oh, there goes my there goes my arm. It just clawed me off you know, my arm off. But at least it was fuzzy. Yeah. Either the pet death claws or maybe like. A little secret group of the intelligent ones mm. like maybe Goris from two did survive mm. and he made some bibbies and <laughs> now the bibbies are here and you get to hang out with them and they're cool and they talk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. however they would manage to do that without lips mm-hmm. what if you could have like your own little uh uh <laughs> mole miner like vendor like, oh, like Mama Merg, 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 Yeah, but what if you had your own in your little camp? What if like you can have your little robot vendor, but what if you could have like a vendor of your own type for whatever type of vendor you wanted? I think their heavy breathing would get on my nerves. They make this like weird sounds. Yeah. That weird muffling, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The death <laughs> claw, fishing mini game, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like everything sounds like they're angry, but really they're just like, yeah, that'll be two fifty. Would you like change? That's what they're asking. Yeah, fifty caps, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see where things go. Um, I hope, I hope that I, I know that things have kind of. It feels like things have kind of slowed down a bit, but I feel like. A lot of what's going on with that is the shift to focusing on getting Starfield out and then mm-hmm. um, also gearing up for the new Elder Scrolls. And so I feel like in like behind the scenes, they've had kind of position shifting. And then you, you add on top of that COVID and that kind of stuff. And yeah, there's a lot of shifting positions. There's also been a lot of job postings uh, with Bethesda and also the acquisition by Microsoft. So there's a lot of like behind the scenes stuff going on, which I think has kind of delayed some things when it comes to 76, because 76 isn't is not the premier product right now. Um, no. So I think that's part of what's going on. But I think what we're going to end up seeing is once that stuff has shaken down and once the, the team that's really focused now and settled with 76 has geared up and is now back on like up to speed, we're going to see things 
really start to be streamlined again and we're going to get content at a better clip. Um, so I think that's probably what the second half of this last year was, was just kind of the transition period. And that that's where things felt like they kind of got delayed. So that's my, yeah. that's my estimation of what's, what's happening. Um, and, uh, we'll see. I mean, those make sense. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just hope that they're not pushing them and making them burn out. Like I, I can yeah. wait for content update. I don't care. Like when that whole, mm-hmm. Texas thing happened that one year and we were delayed. What was it? A DLC or, or a game board? I think. Yeah. It was we were delayed DLC. something. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing online on Reddit, everyone was complaining and it's like, you know what? There are people too. relax. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's the other thing is that like, I see a lot of posts online where people are like, Oh, this is it. I'm finally done playing Fallout 76. I'm fed up with the fact that they just haven't updated this or that or whatever. And it's like, and, and I've put 800 hours into this game. And it's like, well then, take a take a freaking break. <laughs> like, yeah, go play something else games. for a month or two, and then wait. <laughs> and then when they update it, come back and play it some more. Like you don't have to just play one game. No, all the time, mm. nonstop. Like that's a ridiculous requirement. Like take a break, go play something else. And if you want to play more Fallout, go back and play Fallout Four or Fallout New Vegas. Like there's plenty of other things to do, and then come back and play it some more when you're ready. Like yeah. There's no mm-hmm. need to just grind one game all the time forever. That is a that is silly, you know. Yeah, and you're not going to. So yeah, stop even pretending that you are. <laughs> right, right. And like, oh, I'm finally fed up with it. And it was like, well, okay, you paid however much you paid for it for 800 freaking hours. Like, you got your money's worth. You're fine. Yeah, give it a rest. Go do something else for a little while and then come back. Like yeah. you don't like people are silly, but um. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm ready to see what else comes out and I'm, I'm totally happy with the things that they've been doing so far. And, you know, some things grab my attention more than others and, you know, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. So guys, this has been super fun. I'm so glad you were able to join me. Um, Ilith, what, is there something you want to shout out? Something you've been doing or ways that people can get a hold of you? Uh, no, don't at me. Stay away from me. Stay away. Um, <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm not really active anywhere. Um, I play Fallout 76 on PC. So if you want to add me, my name is I L L I T H. I'm pretty much just running around slapping things with the death claw gauntlet. Um, other than that, uh, shout out to the love of my life, Al. I can't wait to play 76 with you tonight. And that's about it. Nice. Well, very cool. And then Kit, you have any anything you want to shout out or ways people can get a hold of you? I'm always on the Discord um, in your walls. No, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm always in the Discord, active if, or not. If you want to at me, if you want to do daily ops, or if you need something, I'm always on PC. And same thing. I'm just running around praising Mothman in my cultist uniform. Nice. Yep. Glory to the Lamb. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> or a month. I don't know. A month. A month. A month. But yeah, that's it. Really. A month be with you. <laughs> and also with you. Uh. Awesome. Well, guys, um, thank you for joining me again. And um, and absolutely, if you guys are out there playing Fallout 76 and you're looking for other people to play with, um, the more of you who jump into the Robots Radio Discord server and say like, hey, I'm I'm online right now. If anybody else wants to join me, um, there are channels in the Discord server. And if you are new to the Discord, make sure that you check out the rules and roles channel and click the Fallout 
uh, I guess there's an emoji on there that opens up the other channels and then go look at the fallout channels and all of that stuff. You're welcome to use the robots Rare discord server and go into like the, the voice channel and then use that as a place to share, you know, your voice chat so that you can coordinate stuff in game and all of that kind of stuff. Feel free to use that as a, as a hub for getting together with other people. You could say like, Hey, I'm playing on Xbox or PC or whatever. Happy to jump in with other people. The more you guys do that, the more likely you are to find other people to play with. And I'd love for that to be a place for you guys to, to group up and play together. And sometimes when I jump in there, I'll, I'll let you guys know, Hey, I'm playing or if I'm streaming and speaking of streaming, um, this is something that I'm going to be doing on nights that I'm not doing podcasts. So this is the big thing now is that I've moved all my game streams to the evenings. So either if you check out Twitch or YouTube, YouTube's the my main place to stream now, the Robots Radio YouTube, but you can watch on either either location. YouTube, you'll get points, though, for giveaways, including for my hat, which I'm giving away. And I gave away a bunch of T-shirts uh, on Christmas Eve. Um, but I will be streaming on the nights that I'm not doing podcasts. So you will know that if you are looking for something to do any night after 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, that you can always check out Robots Radio YouTube or Twitch to see if there's something going on. And there will either be a podcast happening or a game stream happening. So it's a place that you can always show up for something fun to do, somewhere to hang out, and maybe even games that you can jump in and play with me and the community. So always some fun stuff going on. And um, I'd love for you guys to come hang out with me. So thank you again for everybody for being here. Thanks for being here in chat. And Illith and Kit, thank you for joining me for this episode. And um, uh, Jaxus, I don't see chat options on YouTube. What is that? You don't see chat options on YouTube? It's you got to you got to click the live uh, stream that's currently there. It's right at the top in the channel. So it's right here. That's the channel. You just got to click the the live show. And then you'll see chat on the side. So there it is. And uh, but thank you everybody for joining me. I'll see you guys next week with a uh, normal regular episode of the Fall Lorecast. And until then, um, don't punch too many aliens while they abduct cows with a Deathclaw gauntlet. Or <laughs> I, I don't even know how to follow no. that up. Do it. <laughs> Definitely do it. do it. Definitely do it. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Also, look up the Robots Radio YouTube for videos about Fallout and other things. And check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash robotsradio. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.